Ooh, yeah, there you go. You get here every Don't worry about all that stuff. Oh, I love this place so much. Right on. Is that an actual albino elk, or did you just uh, find it that way? Uh, no. <laughs> I, I shot it. <laughs> Incorporated in 1875, proclaimed as the city of destiny, Tacoma has maintained itself as the city of grid. Tacoma kept its in-your-face artistry and individuality that sets it apart from anywhere else in the world. Our never-say-die attitude continues to this day. We are honored to bring to you those who live in Tacoma and its surrounding areas whose contributions are what bring this city to life. The reputation is real. Welcome to the Grid City Podcast. Here are your hosts. Welcome to the Grit City Podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Scott. I'm Jeff. And today's safe word is 29 degrees. 29 degrees. Are you looking at your watch right now? Hey, now it's up to 33 degrees, sir. Yeah. And I'll be honest, right now I'm actually pretty stoked because the place we're in, uh, I was afraid it would be very cold. But it's a nice temperate degree. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, it's very nice. Really do uh, appreciate all of that. We are live in a, well, I mean, when you're listening to us, we're not live, but, you know, we are live in a brewery, and I'm really excited to talk about this place. Um, But first off, thank you, everyone, for listening to us. Uh, You can find us if you, I mean, you should know, but it's gritcitypodcast.com. So uh, do all the Google searches on that as well, because that helps us in some sort of weird way. But at Grit City Podcast, you can also find our Discord channel where you can chat with us live. It's like basically access to our uh, our own cell phones when it comes down to it. Anyone can talk with us, and our patrons can uh, hang out with there. And, uh, you know, with the downfall of Twitter, as we talked about last week, uh, it's a good place for, to catch up with us. Yeah, I don't want access to Jeff's cell phone. I know uh, it's on it. Yeah, right. I guess that's kind of a good point on that. Right, you never swipe right on Jeff's cell phone. Oh, gosh, oh, gosh, okay, <laughs> yes. But you can also find uh, uh, all of the other things. I did mention our Patreon. You can go to our uh, patreon.com slash Podcast and subscribe on that. But also, if you just hit up on the Discord or just hit up to the website, you can find all the links to all those things. Our patrons get uh, a bonus with our... Our Discord, where they have their own chat room, where we talk about sort of weird things that we... we well, if you're a patron, you'll know. So uh, that's where you'll find out with all of those. Um, so find all of that, again, at GritCityPodcast.com. Now, today we are down in the heart of Tacoma, down on the very, very end of Pacific Avenue, right before it turns into Schuster Parkway. And this is 610 Pacific Avenue. And we are located at Pint and Pie. Uh, if you want to check them out, you can go to pintnpie.com, and you can find all of their locations there, but you can click on the Tacoma one and get the history and all of that. And with us today, we've got Yolanda, Alec, and Greg. How are you guys doing? Great. How are you guys doing? Doing really good. Like, I'm really stoked to be here. I love it. You guys turned on. First off, we're here very early. Like, thank you for uh, uh, being down for uh, doing an early morning, Saturday morning uh, uh, podcast with us. Um, here before everyone else is here, but you still put on the gigantic beer light sign, lit it all up for us. So I definitely appreciate that. Uh, let's start off a little bit about what Pine Pie is. Um, let's get into the history of the company, Greg. Well, long story short is uh, I, I don't like to use the C word, so I'll use the pandemic as, <laughs> as the, uh, the, the pandemic. reference point on yeah. this. We uh, own a brewery. And uh, Northwest Brewing Company has been our company for, for many, many years, uh, going back to 2009. 
was the original Laughing Buddha, and then it turned into wow. Trade Route. And then uh, me and some other partners came in and got uh, kind of got Northwest Brewing Company started. And it's it's been ongoing for, uh, like I said, since 2009. So I think we're working on 13 years wow, now. Wow, congratulations. We've gone through a lot, uh, <laughs> long story short. But in uh, 2017, we closed the brewery in Pacific. And uh, in doing so, we moved into uh, alternating proprietorship with another brewery in Tukwila, uh Odin, which were great partners, uh, good guys to work with. And at that point in time, we lost our tap room. Oh. And it was a major, major change in how the dynamics and the interaction with the consumer and everything else goes. So fast forward to 2020, we'd been talking about it for about hmm, probably 12 months or so that we needed to get another tap room going. And the partners involved with the brewery didn't have a great appetite for any more brick and mortar. So we kind of started a second LLC. And in doing so, we decided, um, how do we make this look? So was born the idea of pints and pies. And a friend of mine from Seattle who owns a pie bar, give her a little pitch. Yeah. Um, great gal. Um, known her for years. She, uh, she came to me one day and she says, hey, how do I get my pies into breweries? She sells mobily to, uh, she's like the number one uh, vendor at Microsoft and everything else. And nice. she does a really good job with her stuff. And um, comes to me and I said, hey, well, I got an idea. We've been talking about how, what kind of food are we going to serve. Didn't want to do food trucks. I didn't think it was sustainable. Um, food trucks have kind of an interesting history in Tacoma anyway. It's been yeah. a real slog just to get them to show, to be able to show up to places. That's, that, was part of the, that was part of the dynamic is we... They're not always reliable. I don't want to throw them all under the bus. Right, under the truck. I've I've had experience (laughs) with them. Um, And for the most part, the ones that I've dealt with have been pretty good. But, again, all it takes is one bad experience, and your your guest is like, wow, what happened? So uh, pint and pie. So the pint side of things is, is basically we feature Northwest Brewing Company beers, and the pie side of things is actually savory and sweet pie. I love that, too, because even just running down the menu, and we'll get into the food a, a little bit there, but it was like uh, I expected the sweet pies and was very pleasantly surprised with the savory ones because mm-hmm. I'll be honest, I love a good pot pie. And yeah. like even just like the little pies, like there's something, there's something a little bit nostalgic about it. Sure. And even yeah. like, go, like I will get the ones out of the freezer section, but getting a fresh made one, that's like pinnacle. That's like the best. And especially on days like when you're looking outside right now, like today, I don't think it's going to get above like 45 degrees. This is the perfect time to get something like that. This is, this is when our pies do a lot better. In the summertime, it's a pretty hearty meal. Mm-hmm. So we definitely slow down with our meals. <laughs> but our beer picks up, which is good. Yeah. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about, uh, about Northwest Brewery. So um, it's Alec, correct? Yeah. Okay, I want to make sure yeah. I got that right. So yeah, because I said it and I'm like, oh, did I? Okay. So with uh, Alec, you are the brewmaster here? Uh, I wouldn't say brewmaster. I would just go with more like I'm the ops manager because I'm still pretty early into my brewing career. Nice. So like I wouldn't, I just don't want to claim that title. It just doesn't feel right. <laughs> but you're working on it. You're yeah, on it. yeah. Yeah. So like, you know, I run the brewery. I do, I do all the brewing. I do everything the head brewer would do, but if so facto. I'm there you go. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, it's like, like the title is yours to take when you feel like yeah, you're yeah. comfortable enough <laughs> yeah. to do it. But, um, yeah, so I knew Greg. I actually started out working for Odin originally. Nice. And 
uh, we were doing contracts with Greg, and uh, I knew Greg would always, he'd always come by and be like, so what are you brewing? You brewing my beer today? <laughs> uh, <laughs> and so I just would always talk to him every time I'd see him. And then uh, when I was working with Odin, uh, just kind of started from the bottom, was mentored, and my, my career progressed pretty quickly. I, like, was the lead brewer there within, like, two months of starting, and I had, like, no previous brewing experience before. Did you just feel like you had a knack for it? Like, it's like everything kind of fell into place, or it was how did that work out for you? Um, yeah, I'm just, like, really good at figuring things out, I guess. I've just, nice. I've kind of, like, had plenty, like, many career changes throughout my life, and I just tried to get in something new, and I just kind of came in right at, like, this spot where they needed more people, and then I just, they're like, yeah, we only have, like, three guys, and... You're like, all right, yeah. I'm willing to learn, and yeah. there you go, and you get it done. Yeah, I learned pretty quickly, and then I was just, like, the lead brewer from then on, and then I kind of grew stagnant and just wanted more, and then I uh, was talking with Greg about it just one day, and then he's like, well, uh, uh, going on there. I got some things going on. You want to come here? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, let's do this. <laughs> nice, nice. And how has that worked, Greg, with you, like, uh, working with him and, uh, you know, building up this, uh, the building up the brewery? Alec is a, uh, has a very strong acumen for a lot of different things. And one, one of the strengths that I see in him is his ability to um, basically figure things out. He's very strong um, with putting a round peg in a round hole. <laughs> and that may seem real simple, but trust me, that is not, in, in this industry, that's not very common. And he, he troubleshoots things really well, and he's just got a strong mechanical acumen, too. So when something breaks down, he's quick to look at it from the perspective of how do I make this work. Mm-hmm. And it's been, it's been a good, good experience so far. And he, he works alone, to be perfectly honest with you. I mean, I'm on the phone with him. Once a day, twice a day, three times a day minimum, <laughs> four times a <maybe>. day. <laughs> call me, call me now, <laughs> call me now. What's going on right now? Darn it! Um, yeah, so it's he's he's done he's done a really good job of of gr- grasping stuff, and then um, what we do is is believe it or not is is real science. So when you start looking at some of the things that are that are coming out of here, it's. It's pretty good stuff. Uh-huh. That's like, I mean, Scott, you, we've, we've talked with a lot of brewers in the past. Yeah. And also just on the aspect of, like, a lot of the things you don't realize, like, the scientific side of doing that. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I think even when you come in here, like, if you come down here and check it out, it's a wonderful place. It's just, like, I love I love just the feel of it. Just, like, the, the, the big, just the, okay, it's going to sound weird, but it's the only word that comes to mind. It's, like, the big wood energy. Like, and it's just like, just how it's built. And it's like, you can see all of the vats off to the side in the brewery. Like you can see all of that, which is, it's a staple with a lot of breweries that you get to see that. But it also reminds you that there's a process and the process is done here. Like that's Mm -hmm. like, that's the really cool part about coming to check out stuff like this. And it's fun to be able to just kind of like see that. And then I, I feel like on your side, just to be able to display that when, uh, when you have your patrons come in. They love it. It's a, it's, it's a good vibe and it's a, it's a good feel. I love breweries. When, when we first started the podcast, the breweries were one of the very first places we would go. Because I think it's just kind of the epitome of a small business. You know what I mean? You can get three or four guys together. They get enough money. 
all of a sudden they're just throwing hops in water and they're making beer, right? <laughs> it, it's, it's really cool. I, I love it. Um, so we kind of gravitate towards That's those all things. Alec does. He throws hops in water. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it is. You've got to heat it up, too. Right? I didn't want to overcomplicate it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just think it's, it's a, breweries for me are really neat. And this building is beautiful. This is a really neat setup. Yeah, and we're going to get into the history of this building real soon because I love all of that, too. But I want to also introduce our third guest and make sure we get you on. You know, well, Yolanda, you reached out to us, and I thought it was a really cool story because you saw us at a, a different bar and was like, we, we, uh, yeah, I know, and you guys didn't make bad impressions. I was kind of surprised because it was it was when I had to bail, unfortunately. But it was after the uh, after Grit City Comic Con or Grit City Comic Show. Oh, okay. Uh, hitting up the camp bar, you saw you saw our tables over at the camp bar. I did actually. Um, some friends of mine bartend down at the camp bar. Nice, uh, Miss Laura. I bartended with many many years ago. Oh, I love we, Laura. Yeah. We came from yeah. Malarkey's Pool and Brew on. Oh, Yep. We, like, we originally recorded yep. there back in the uh, back room where uh, the, the old Grit City uh, uh, comedy, comedy club. Used to be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the, the drag shows yep. and the glitter everywhere when we would come in on a Sunday morning eating uh, chicken strips and tots. Yep. Yep. I bartended there with her, and she had told me that there was going to be a podcast, you know, swing by really quick. So, of course, I'm not going to turn her down. I'm like, yeah, let me yeah, right? go check it out real quick. Camp Bar, I knew. From the at, when Acre, it was the Acme, yep. Grubhub, yeah. uh, Grub Cage. Yeah. Yep. So I swung by, I saw the table, and I was like, oh, let me take a note real quick. Let me get in contact. And I think I sent the email while I was sitting there. I was oh, like, cool. so I don't oh. forget. So I was like, these look like real, something really cool to do. Um, we didn't mention we've been featured on Evening Magazine in the past. So nice. I figured a podcast would be. Yeah. Let's try it and see yes. what happens. That is amazing. I love that. Like going like so having them down like here was it like the whole shoot and you get like like who was who was yeah. running uh, Evening Magazine at the time because I mean I remember John Curley doing it. I don't even know who's running it now. So or- when we did Evening Magazine, it was actually last summer and it was at our old location, oh, and they were there featuring cornhole. And so oh, we had a large yeah. beer garden. Uh, Saint Brian came. He did a whole segment there about the world championship cornhole event that was taking place somewhere else. It's a whole thing. It's yeah, a whole like, thing, yeah. I guess. You like he's, really, he's from Tacoma. Is yes. he really? He actually right down the road. Oh, we're going to have to get him on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've actually tried to get him on back down here because I know he's been doing stories recently about the old city hall. Mm-hmm. So every now and again, I reach out to him. It's like, hey, if you ever need a spot, let me know. You know, you can film inside, whatever you need. Right, I have to imagine there's some secret passageways to get into the old city hall from here. I'm just gonna, oh. I'm just gonna like maybe we, see. We discovered one the other day when somebody <laughs> put a, a pallet board out back and tried to crawl through the back window. <laughs> oh no! Oh, oh geez, now yeah, now you got to find all those spots just to like, and those are human size. I used to, uh, I, I, I've talked about this on the podcast previously, but I used to work up where the Tacoma Comedy Club is, you know, the Department of Assigned mm-hmm. Counsel and uh, uh, Court of Appeals and stuff. I was security guard there like a whole lifetime ago 20 years ago at this point but i remember like the second floor was the most terrifying floor because that was the one that had the brick wall that went to the underground like they're like catacombs and there was a there was a whole like part taken away like 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 some of the brick was removed and you could hear and feel the wind breezing through there and i'm like i don't like this floor i'm not like i i was a terrible security guard i was like not gonna be going down there i went down there once and out like once at the beginning of my shift and once at the end any other time i'm not dealing with it so it's like it's interesting to see just all of the history especially in this area like the history of 
uh, old city hall, and then you guys are literally right behind it. And it's kind of hard. Uh, it's you're you're in kind of an interesting spot. It's kind of hard to find you unless you're specifically looking for it. And GPS is kind of a pain in the ass at this point in time trying to get down here. But like, understand that there's plenty of parking all around. People can come down here. There's a lot of spots. There's lots of spaces to check out. It's just once you get to where you think the end of the bar scene is, go a little bit further and you can find this really cool place. And this was originally, what did you say was originally the fire department, where the fire department was underneath? This is the Tacoma, the city of Tacoma Fire Department. It's actually located below the building. The stalls and everything, back when they used to pull uh, fire trucks with, with horses. So wow. this is legitimately a historic building. Yes. yes wow. Definitely. And so did you, like, moving into this, did you know about that previously, or was this all kind of a surprise? No, actually, I met a gentleman, another guy from Tacoma, knows a lot about the city, and he, he, I went and buy some, bought some equipment from him, and he looked at me, and he says, do you know the history of that building? And he was all excited. <laughs> <laughs> so he gives me this whole spiel, and I, I literally talked to him for 45 minutes, actually listened to him for 45 minutes about, you know, the stalls that are still underneath, and, and there's kind of an underground, you're saying, there's kind of catacombs below Tacoma, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's kind of a cool little building. And the, the building itself is called the Station Annex, going all the way back to the day of wow. when this was the fire department. Well, and that's like uh, we record uh, very often, and we'll be doing for our next recording over up at the Union Club, which I love to talk about because it was literally the Union Club. It was club for the Union leaders to go there and do their nefarious deals and such like that. <laughs> and but that was built in like 1888. We do them here now. Yeah, right. Yeah, around and around, you know, in the brewery, just have a beer, and then you uh, make pies. those deals happen. You know. But yeah, now it's just an amazing co-working space, and they're cool enough to let us use it. Uh, to do some recordings, but I just love the history of it. Like, I, I love being able to bring someone in who's interested in that and just be like, hey, check this out. Like, and just talking about and learning, like, what it was before and all of the different iterations of going to it. Because, I mean, even here, it started off as the, um, the fire department, but that was, like you said, horse-drawn wagons dealing all of this century-plus ago like even getting to this point it's like it just the history of all of it do you even know like the whole like i I would have to imagine maybe not the whole history of it but just even like just aspects of it because it's it's cool to go from a fire department to a brewery it was uh it's really interesting kind of when the guys that had the vision to turn this into a brewery were in my opinion brilliant this was a parking garage for the building Mm. Oh. Yeah, you entered off the street, and it, this, these were all parking stalls in here. Okay, um, you yeah. just kind of drove in. That's what all, all the pillars and everything else was. It was just an old. They 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 poured a full concrete floor, like six feet above the lower space that's down here to the left. Um, poured all of this, put in the doorways, put in the open to the back. It's it's really kind of interesting what they accomplished in this space because this was an old parking garage. You wouldn't you wouldn't imagine it just seeing right. what what's what's here now. Yeah, if I talk to somebody, asked me about the building down here in Tacoma. It's cool. It is yep. really super cool. The brick, the wood, um, just the warmth in the building. Just a really cool space. They they did a wonderful job with it. That's the Pacific Brewing Group that was in here. And that's uh, you see the you can see the big logo right out front that mm-hmm. old old logo that thing looks super cool like when you're walking in it feels like 
you're walking into something epic. Yeah. Especially with right. these big ass doors and everything. It's just so cool. <laughs> like we we came in and it was just like, okay, is the door open? Do we knock? We're like, I don't know. I just peeked in. It's like, hello. <laughs> Hear the echo going through, and you're like, okay, yeah, uh, this is sweet. This is so super cool. I love all of it. Um, now, just even talking about how you got here. Let's let, let's let's go back and talk a little bit about. Um, the, 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 like the pies and stuff like that. So we've talked a little bit about the pints. We talked a little bit about the pies already. Uh, and you discussed uh, the, the inception of them. Are the pies made in-house? How, how, are, how is that all done? Is it still the same lady that you had doing the pies? Like, what's going on with all of that? <laughs> so two weeks before we opened, I get a message from uh, my friend who's uh, with the pie company. And... Uh, she says, hey, I didn't get my uh, Washington State uh, oh, license. No. Oh, no. And I'm like, um, we Matt. need pies, yo. <laughs> <laughs> I looked at her and I said, you know, that sign on the front of the building says pint and pie, not pint and quartz or anything else. <laughs> so I had to scramble pretty quickly. And uh, we actually looked at a couple places in Tacoma. Um, we're actually doing business with one of them right now. Um, but we went to a, a, a baker who was... She's a world-class chef. She finished number one in her class at, uh, at the Cordon Bleu. Oh, nice. Um, she produces all of our pies um, to order weekly for us, and we actually reheat them. Okay. Nice, um, nice. We utilize uh, small ovens that are very similar to ones you see at Starbucks, mm-hmm. Turbo Chefs. Um, that's how we reheat them. We serve it with a, with a salad. It's a pretty hearty meal. And oh, also yeah. Also pretty reasonable. And, and I, that's the thing I love about it, too, because it... It has that kind of old school, I mean, all around vibe, like the location, having the pies, having the pints and pies. It feels it feels British um, (laughs) just in terms of like that aspect. But also when you get in here and you realize like you guys are wearing like flannels and it's like you understand what the culture is in Tacoma. And that's like a big thing. It's blue collar. It's like workers. They want a hearty meal because they need to go out and do something. And so that really feels the vibe of that as well. What are you guys laughing about over there? Nothing. Jeff's Jeff's checking for ghosts. (laughs) You guys totally have ghosts in here. I was was like, okay, so um, we talked about the fact that we go to the – we record at the Union Club. Jeff has this uh, uh, app. What's it called? The uh, I Iovalus. Yeah, the and um, we've used it before there, <laughs> and it's like you talk into it and you'll get responses. And we've we've done this, and I mean it's an app. You know, you take it at, with a grain of salt, but we have some fun with it. Yeah, entertainment um, purposes only. But we have definitely had experiences <laughs> at the Union Club, which I love. I think is fantastic, and. God, this just, just reminds me. We need to get like Ross and see if he's actually done any ghost have hunting here and have him come here as well. You guys down for having ghost hunters? Absolutely. <laughs> because you, we're getting you, you, la- you uh, launder ghost hunts for us now. So yeah, so oh, tell so no. like so yeah, like we've got like you even came in, you're like, if you see something funny, that's probably what, Henry over I there? I call him Henry. Henry. Okay. And so what has it been like for you being here? Because with a history like this and the fact that it's been here for so long. First off, most of downtown Tacoma, I feel, is haunted anyway. <laughs> like, I just, like, like I was talking about Department of Assigned Council and the Court of Appeals. Absolutely 100%. Like, I've had, you just have feelings sometimes. But we've had experiences at the Union Club. Have you had, like, experiences <laughs> here? 
um, to where furniture is moving? No. Oh, okay. But I was like, oh. we have, I have been in here either early in the morning or late at night because it just depends on what shift I'm working. And you'll see things in the brew operation. Um, just where this one tank is and there's a ladder, I've looked over several times and there's someone standing there. Yeah. But there's nobody there. I yeah. know there's nobody there. I've had customers sitting at the bar, and you have that little window on the door, and they'll they'll look over really quickly, and who's in the brew operation? There's yeah. nobody in there. I've gone back there and just heard little noises, um, and that's been pretty much it. They've never moved any furniture. Um, another yeah. employee of ours, uh, I know it does turn the TVs on and off when she comes in. <laughs> Wow. So I'm not sure what she did to upset this person, but <laughs> it's turning the TVs off on her now. One uh, one of our um, one of our good friends, Andrew, who's no longer with us, but he did uh, Tacoma Ghost Tours, and one of my favorite experiences, uh, and I wasn't even there, but it was our other host, Brogan and Scott. They were on a ghost hunt. Was it at uh, Brandy's Attic? It was Brandy's Attic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and there was two things. First off, he goes in there and he's like, "You shouldn't like provoke the ghost." And he immediately goes in there, Andrew, and just starts yelling at the ghost, like, to provoke it. Like, he, yeah. he knows that sort of thing. But in even him showing us the video of, like, seriously, like, a crystal frame that is very heavy and leaning backwards. And I've seen the video of it just flying forward, just flopping and flying forward off of the shelf. Like, and you just you look at those things. And you realize, first off, like, I love Andrew, but he wasn't the guy capable of doing, like, deep fake video edits. Like, he's like, that's not his expertise. He was great at telling a story and going on these tours, but that's not him. And then you're just watching it on this just, like, raw, like, CCTV camera. And you're like, ah. And it's like, right now, like, the hackles. It's just, you, you, you get that. But I love that vibe, too. Like, it just... I don't. It, it, it gives it gives the building a little bit of a personality, right? Even more so than it already has. But also, it's going away too. Uh, me and my wife, we went to like I think it was Port Townsend or one of the ports, and we went on Halloween, and it was like a ghost walk. But all the buildings, they'd go, oh. Incredible stuff happened in there, but we can't go in there because it was bought by a big corporation and we don't oh, know who wow. they are. And so you people, by doing you people, that's not it. <laughs> how, how dare you? Great <laughs> business people are are keeping this alive, so it doesn't get bit, bought by a big corporation. Nobody gets to experience these these things, you know. So it's very important that and and for you guys to survive, we, you need patronages, right? <laughs> yeah. So we definitely need to keep the big companies yeah, the, from coming in. The, Ghosts don't like to drink beer for some reason. <laughs> I don't get it. You need people, not ghosts. I will tell you, I come, I'm often here by myself in the mornings, and there's some weird noise in this place. I mean, there really is, and I'm I, I'm not a not a big ghost guy. Yeah, right. right. But look around some corners when you walk in at times. You guys, like you have to like Scott's probably the biggest skeptic. Yeah, I'm not, and I'm not our our experience at the Union Club was because they've got a big event space downstairs. So Jeff and I were setting up down there, and I walked down this long hallway to go to the restroom. I come back, the lights are all off. I'm like, Jeff, did you screw with anything? He's like, No, man. And so we're like, Okay, and you can kind of write that off to like electrical sure. and like an 1800s building, but then. Scott at that same time was upstairs making coffee, and what was it? Just like a presence behind you? No, I swear somebody walked by. There's like an open door, like an open area, and yeah. then I swear like somebody walked by, and then um, and then there's the the um, stairs to go downstairs. So they just I walked by, and they didn't walk through the the big open area. So I was mm-hmm. like, oh, they went downstairs where we were, 
And so then I ran downstairs. I was like, hey, did one of you guys want something? Or did someone come down here? What? Yeah, no one came down. Uh, and I was there. running up, too, because I saw a light flash. Like we were, I it, was was a, it was weird. It was just a weird time. We were, I was talking, and the light flashed. And I go, I, so I'm going to run into Scott. going, Scott, I just saw. And he's coming back <laughs> saying, did you just run past? I go, no. It was weird. And, yeah, and was I'm, just, I am not a ghost guy at all. And then the other thing was kind of fun <laughs> is um, upstairs at the Union Club, there is a, uh, a – a bathtub. It was uh, the, the presidential Taft because I guess the pre- president Taft stayed there, so he had, they had, they put in a bathtub for him, a special bathtub. So it's really big, and um, I, I was laying in it, <laughs> taking a I'm picture. Not, I'm like, not going down this road. And taking, and, uh, <laughs> no, Jeff no, was no. taking a picture, but then uh, it was in a bathtub. Yeah, of me in a bathtub, um, fully dressed, right? But I, I just hopped in, goofing off, and he took a picture, and then he turned on his ovulus thing, and uh, and it said coffin. It was the first like word that popped up, right? And we were both we just looked at each other like, whoa. It was really weird, right? right? Yeah, I've had a similar thing. Like, So I'm here in the morning, and I have, like, the garage door open, but I lock the doors and the gates closed. So I'm just getting, like, prepped in the morning to send orders out. Yeah. And I'll just be sitting there, and then, I like, like out of the corner of my eye, just something goes by. And it happens all the time, and I'm, like, I'm just, like, left and right. And, yeah. and then, or, like, I'll be looking from the brew deck, and something will walk by from in the tap room. I'm like, dude, I know I have these doors closed. <laughs> I know the door is locked. And then, I, but like, just because like I'm like, is someone in here? And I'll like look all around. Nobody's here. But it's just I'm not much of like a ghost believer either. But I, like when you're here in the morning, especially like super early, lights are off. And I'm like, I got to turn all these things on. Right. Sorry about right. the electric bill. Uh, <laughs> that was, I mean, you I guys think we turned the lights on for you guys. Yeah. We were to death when we got here. This yeah. Well, it's really nerve wracking too. Cause like if you're in the back, um, it's a lot more creepy, uh, especially back where my grain mill is at. It's cause like, it's like all cut out from rock under there and just yeah. really like dark and gross. Okay. And so it's just like, Man, I don't know what's going on in here. So I like try to dump the grain in as quick as possible and get out of there. You could supposed to say diecutstickers.com all the time. So that'll like, be my job in this. I could ask you about your interesting coaster and you could tell me. Oh, fuck, Jeff. I'm drunk. Just, I can't. Oh, yeah. You want to make play? this hard? Let's do yeah, 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 yeah. play. Yeah. All right, all right. Jeff, you started. Are we doing something now? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. What are we doing? Yeah, yeah. yeah act like here. Make, make, make a noise. Bang, bang that, bang that against the. Hey, Scott, be careful. You about spilt your beer all over my Grit City podcast sticker. Yeah, don't worry, man. They're they're durable. They're made by DieCutStickers.com. By who? DieCutStickers.com. How do you get them? Go to DieCutStickers.com and tell them the Grit City podcast sent you. Exactly. That's where you can get high-quality, durable stickers for any of your needs. Grit City 15 to get 15% off. I couldn't come up with it. I was like, oh, we need to put that in. But I couldn't. I couldn't. My brain didn't work fast enough. Can we do it again? This is too much fun, but I'm, I'm a little too tipsy to be doing this. I well, love and that's it. like, I mean, seriously, like the history of this, like on this block, you are like, I, we've stated before, you're right behind Old City Hall, which has been, they've been trying really, really hard to turn it into uh, a space at this point in time. And I'm hoping that they eventually get to that at that point. When I talk hey, to they're the finally cons- making some, they're finally making some progress over there. It yeah, looks, it looks good. good. The construction good. guy, one of them, I talked to, and they said I think they're hoping by 2025. That's wow. that's not too bad considering. I mean, it has been derelict for so long, and it's yeah. what their plans are. Like they've got huge undertakings. They uh, 
the guy who uh, is financing that did a, a union club and surge and stuff as well. So that's he wants to turn all of these old historical buildings into usable co-working spaces, bars, event spaces, and all of that. So I'm just like, I'm stoked to see what they're going to go for and do with that because I kind of want to just go and check that out as well. It's the same with, like, this area. Like, you want to see this history, and that's what I love so much about this area. It's a cool spot. It really is. Yeah. And, I, like, you guys are doing a lot of cool things here, too. Like, if you come in, you'll even just see, uh, like, first off, like, the menu's fantastic. You can check it out. If you go to pintandpie.com, you can find the menu and see what's going on there. But you've got, uh, right now, I'm, like, seriously just straight up looking at the Holiday Gobbler uh, turkey right there. So are you guys doing holiday festive sort of things? Do you have any sort of, like... The holiday plans, or right now to get her some uh, Christmas decorations, <laughs> but I'm holding off until after Thanksgiving. Okay, so oh, this actually is very. Uh, I just posted in our Discord because now we are recording the week before Thanksgiving. This comes out the mm-hmm. day before Thanksgiving, but this is the week before. And last night we put up our Christmas tree. <laughs> and and I, 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 I'm very conflicted about it because I'm very much the same kind of person who is like, well, we wait till after Thanksgiving. You guys totally skipped a holiday. Well, yeah. You can't just skip a holiday. Well, That's well, right. We're not having people over for this for our Thanksgiving. We're going somewhere. So there's a whole lot of like concessions and like, like, like justification in my brain when I'm doing it. But and it also came down to it's like we just got a brand new tree. We have to um, acclimate the cats to it, tell them to stop eating it before they start, and then even just to make sure that it's like working because it's a pre-lit one. Like all of these sort of justifications that are going in my brain. But yeah, suffice to say, it's up already. Well, to call myself out, the hypocrite that I am. <laughs> uh, my daughter showed up at work in Redmond this week and helped me put up all the Christmas stuff there. So I'm. See, you got some antlers on the deer. You got to put some tinsel on that and hang some uh, ornaments on there. You know, yeah, we'll See? get some stuff up in here pretty quick. A red nose, put a red nose on. Oh it. yeah, there you, there you go. Oh, that's. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess it's a bar, so you don't have to worry about like traumatizing the kids, but <laughs> traumatize the adults who love Christmas on that. Um, hmm. But also, like you guys are doing events and stuff as well. Like I've noticed that you've got um, some of the posters up for different things. You guys are down for doing events at this location. Oh, absolutely. Um, recently, we have hosted Charles Wright Academy, their back-to-school teacher thing. Oh, nice. Where when it started, it was supposed to be 75 guests. Then it jumped to 100. Wow. And that day, I actually got 120 people here. Nice. So I was able to open what used to be left of our beer garden, and they were kind of all outside mingling. They were all mingling here. Nice. Great big doors open, so people were just, like, driving by, asking like, what was going, going on. Yeah. Um, about a week ago, we did multi-care. They had a, a meet-and-greet. I guess some of the employees hadn't met yet in this particular department. So there's okay. about 45 of them here. We um, do uncorked canvas. We do paint and sip. We do cool. trivia. It, just whatever comes to mind. And if anybody calls or emails, I'm pretty flexible. We've hosted a, a wedding. Really? Yes. A gentleman called nice. and said he wanted to get married in the brew operation. We tried so. to talk him out of it. But. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, we tried to talk about the wedding, the wedding part. <laughs> we tried to talk about the marriage part, but, you know, he was he was pot committed. So him and his mother, came, his mother actually married him, married the couple. They went into the brew op. They got wow, married. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. So. 
See, my, I myself, I am ordained. I've done a couple of weddings. Oh, see. Um, most of them uh, are, I think I'm at over a 50% success rate. Like, <laughs> I, I, after a while, you kind of just don't try to pay attention to those. And when you marry your best friend and then he gets divorced after 73 days, uh, <laughs> some, sometimes, you know, sometimes you don't worry about those stats and stuff like that. But it's fun to be able to experience and have, like, those sort of events mm-hmm. and even just having it in strange locations and when i say strange locations strange wedding locations because this is definitely off the beaten path but being uh, available to do that there's history here if you love brewing like all of those different things some amazing photo opportunities for that as well like you can do a whole bunch of stuff when it comes down to that I love yeah, it's that. a great yeah. space for like a group thing yeah, like yeah we, 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 we could do, totally we do, do, do a here. lot of parties in here yeah and you bu- we can bu- book them really easy off our website. Nice. Yeah, would you just get a bachelorette party? Uh, yeah, last night we had a bachelorette yeah. party. I heard they Ooh. were very they were very tame. But See, then, that's what I was expecting. I was like, boo. I've seen, like, yeah. I don't I know. know if you've watched the show The Bear, um, but they had a whole bachelor party episode. And anytime, like, somebody, like, says, like, oh, we're going to have a bachelor party, I'm like, don't do it. Don't do it. It's going <laughs> to be chaos. <laughs> But I mean, and then like, in like talking about this area as well, like you, we we talked about how you know you're right next to uh, the historic uh, building, uh, the old city hall. But even on that aspect, like this is still a great place because there's so much going on down around this area now. Like they've really worked to revitalize that, and you look at. A lot of event spaces. Like I was talking about Tacoma Comedy Club. Uh, they got the Pantages, the Rialto. There's a bunch of different things that are going on around here where it's not that hard just to walk down here afterwards and, or beforehand, you know, and get ready for your event or, you know, nightcap your night and come down here and hang out and have a good time. Like, this is a prime location and people definitely need to understand that it's like you can come here, have a beer, hang out, have a pie, go check out whatever you're going to check out, come back here. There's a lot of stuff going, going on in this area. It's all walking distance too. We yeah. had we had uh, uh, my second marriage. We we had we had it down in the in the Washington State uh, 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 History Museum, and it was fun. And that's what draw was our draw was that after the wedding, we could just walk across the street and hit the row of the breweries, you know, all mm-hmm. the way down. Without uh, any fuss or muss, you know. It was a couple of weeks ago that we ended up, we were going to go and hang out at one location uh, and do a podcast there. Uh, Turns out that didn't happen. But uh, while we were waiting to see what was going on, it was just like walking up and down the rows and like, oh, yeah, this is here. Oh, yeah, this is here. It's like it's a good reminder that there are a lot of cool places in this area. We got to keep it alive. Yeah, we need patrons down here. I think oh, yeah. people are just recovering still from That's the true. pandemic, right? Yeah. Like, I, I, I don't. I still feel like people aren't out and about like they were before, right? <clears throat> like, you go out and the buses aren't full. You know what I mean? Trains aren't full like they used to be. And I don't see people doing the the bar crawl like you used to, right? Yeah. Like people have one place they go and then they go home. I, I think I know it's that, still recovering. I know that a lot of the the city tours are still going on with like pretty gritty tours and a couple of those. Um, and uh, hopefully the ghost tours are going to be popping by over here and hanging out and seeing what's up because yeah. this is this would be like the A one plus like perfect spot for you to go and check it out because you get the brews and you get the ghosts and I mean. You get the experience of that. We'll see if the ghosts will show up. I'm not going to say that they're going to always show up. Show up! There's got to be a minimum of two people in the building for, I think, a ghost. Little gun shy when it comes down to six people yeah. up in here. Uh, Greg, I wanted to ask you, because you did mention your, your other location, 
Um, but what's like, are there differences, um, uh, maybe challenges or even just maybe something like a, a, a pro uh, to working and doing a, having a business in Tacoma as opposed to other places? Like, is it, is it a different experience or would you say it's more along the same lines? The, their dynamics are way different. Um, you know, I'll start with, we started, we started in Tacoma, um, on March 13th of 2020 um, is... Oh, that's an interesting time. That's the, that's day, that's the day the governor said you can no longer go inside of a bar. Oh. And as much chagrin as that was with that, we were still building out the location up here, which was the old Harmon, Harmon uh, uh, Brewery and, yeah. and Taproom. Yeah. And we did all the work ourselves um, during that time frame. We were considered essential. And... And where I'm going with this is I'm not from Tacoma, mm-hmm. so I actually live up in King County. Um, this is a special place. This has really won my heart. Um, the city's cool. It's vibrant. Um, it's, you know, I appreciate what they did out on the waterfront. That's kind of a new thing. Yeah. But the city itself, like Pacific Avenue, up in the stadium district, there is so much historic stuff. Wright Park. Oh, yeah. I would go up to Wright Park every single day and go for a walk. Every single day, just to give me a break. And it just it makes you feel good. The city is a really cool place. There's some tough stuff like there is anywhere else, but uh, the dynamics of here, and then we're also in Redmond, Washington, mm-hmm. um, night and day. So you've got Google, Microsoft. Yeah. You've got all these young, tech, energetic techies, tech kids that yeah, are going like crazy. Yeah. But back to your point, nobody's used to going out still. That's the one, the one dynamic that's the same in both ends is we still don't see everybody getting back to that place they were pre-pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, we're pretty easy going. I mean, we, we serve beer and pie. <laughs> we already talked about sweet pie. I know. But, I, uh, yeah, but, we have fun with it. And I like even getting into that. Yeah, so the menu right there, Boomins, asks about our sweet pies. I've been talking about the savory ones. But seriously, so what, tell us about the sweet pies. Yolanda, I'll give you this one. Yeah. Uh, so our sweet pies currently we have is our chocolate stout, which Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have a pumpkin pie, a key lime, and Sorry. an apple. And they come from the same company that makes our savory pies, and that chocolate stout is to die for. Is it really? Yes. Oh, that's I have good. people that will call and specifically now and say, hey, please tell me your chocolate stout is in. <laughs> I love it. And so just like I, I, I love pie. Like, and that's the thing. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like, I know, like, I, I love the savory. I love the sweet. I love the fact that you can get in with all of those. How, uh, like, w- what was the design with like the stout? Did you, was it, uh, again, like the same thing with like the, the savory pies. Is it, uh, do you have a baker that you go to with these? Like, how did you, uh, how do you, uh, procure these amazing pies? It is the same baker that makes our savory pies. Nice. Nice. So, yeah, when we get those pies in, a lot of times people will call and say, please tell me you have this one in. Please tell me you have that one. Where is the key lime? Is it coming back? Um, we <laughs> recently it. had a, a blueberry and lavender, Ooh. and people Ooh. are still calling for that one. So so it always changing? It always changes. Uh, and I, I would imagine the uh, the website is kept uh, kind of up on that. But, kind of up on it. But at the same point, call in or just come in and have yourself uh, whatever you got out there, too. Well, we'll, we'll always have a citrus. 
Okay. There'll all always right. be chocolate. There'll always be apple. And then the rest of them kind of rotate. Nice. nice. But uh, they're all they're all pretty good. I mean, I, I do a lousy job of keeping them stocked here. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the delivery guy with both beer and pie. Oh, man. So nice. uh, when Yolanda yells at me, I try to jump. <laughs> right. And tries not to drop them. Yeah, oh, don't drop pies. Done that a couple times. Oh, no. <laughs> That's a tragedy right there. Yeah, yeah, in places like this that I go to, I never go in and I say, well, do you have this beer? And they say, no. I never just leave. You know, I get another <laughs> beer. Or do you got this piece of pie? pie? No. Yeah, you get another pie. Well, one thing I can tell you is we always have beer. Yeah. <laughs> right and so, yeah, like, uh, I, I, I guess, like, how many, how many beers typically would you have on tap at a time? Do you have, like, a set number? Like, how – I'm not really good with, like, beer. Uh, in terms of like knowledge of like how it goes, like I know certain you know aspects of like the dark beers and stuff like that, but like how many different beers would you have or do you generally have on tap? In this location, there's ten taps. Okay, uh, we try to keep one cider on. Um, we usually have a couple of IPAs, and then it kind of bounces around with the other the other styles. So we do a mango wheat. Ooh, um, I love mango. We've got a porter. We've got an amber. Um, so we've got kind of the mainstays you'd find just about every place else. Uh, but we do change them up. And the mad scientist to the right of me, and I tell him, hey, I want something. He says, okay, I got it. Has there, has there been the ones where you're just like, I don't know if I can do this, and then did it? And you're just like, like those wins, like those big ones where it kind of maybe came out of left field. And you're like, I don't know what's going on with this, but I guess I can try. Uh yeah, I guess so. Uh, anytime he comes to me, I mean, because, again, like, so I know how to follow a recipe sheet. Mm-hmm. It's easy once you know it. Uh, but when he's like, hey, man, I want you to make this up and figure it out. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like I haven't done this before. <laughs> uh, so uh, I, usually I'll just, like, you know, my best friend Google, uh, look some stuff up, and I'll see some, like, other stuff some people have made, and then I just go and basically just like see the essence of like like the hazy ipa i've never made a hazy uh hazies use a different type of yeast that kind of keeps just makes it that haziness mm-hmm. um and so i was like okay so that uses an entirely different yeast just researched different yeasts what kind of brings out the flavor uh, uh so like i forget the one i use is so just particular because usually Generally, I'm using a US05. I'm getting very yeah. nitty-gritty on this. Uh, but usually, like, just a generic US05, like, goes for all of our beer. Besides, the lager uses a different lager yeast. But the hazy uses a specific one. And I was just like, all right, let's get this. Let's try this out. And then um, kind of saw, like, like, the essence of what is a hazy like inst- what makes it different from just a regular IPA and just like more of a juicy flavor so, going on. Uh, well, I got a question. So do you have one you want to make? Do you got one that's going to oh, be your Frankenstein? I mean, so <laughs> I'm really interested. Like there's a couple I really want to do, which is I personally don't ever see them out here. I'm originally from Michigan, but uh, so the, out here on the West Coast, like you never see Scotch ales. Okay. And I would love to make a Scotch ale. Very rare to see a rye IPA or a rye pale. I would love to make a rye. I'm all, <laughs> You don't like it? You don't like rye? Yeah, I'm not a big fan of rye right. myself. Oh, but. I love rye whiskey as well. So <laughs> so there good. you go. But, uh, but, like, yeah, rye IPAs, uh, so good, personally. I just, those flavors are how long a you, different. How long have you been uh, in the Pacific Northwest, Tacoma area? Uh... Since 2013, so almost 10 years. Wow, yeah. So how, how is the, how is the, 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 the change, um, like the sea change in terms of just like vibe and uh, going from here from Michigan? Oh, man. 
I'm trying to think about it. Way different, um, obviously. Michigan, where I was from, is, I'm from Battle Creek originally, which is where Kellogg's is based out of, makes all your cereal. Yeah. Um, so just there it was mostly people who were just like very outdoorsy into hunting and stuff, and I was not into that really. <laughs> so I, I, I was in the Army for four years, and that's how I came out here. And, Tor- yeah. And uh, I actually feel like I'm more from Tacoma than I am from my original hometown. Yeah, it nice. kind of grows on you, right? It, it does uh, that. I, well, yeah. instantly, instantly when I came here, I was like, I really like this place. It yeah. grabs you. Yeah. Kind of like and, a fungus. You step well, in and it just grows over the yeah. <laughs> Well, and like when you see Tacoma, you're like, like when I was here, I was like, man, it's like, it has a, you look at it, you're like, man, this is like a big city, but it has a very small town vibe. Mm-hmm. Right. And so everyone here is always like really cool. And I feel like it's like kind of um, like, kind of like a niche place. Back in 2013, it's changed so much even yeah. since then. Um, and so I always loved it here. And then when I was getting ready to get out in 2016, I was like, I want to stay here. I was like, I love this. I love Tacoma. I was like, I've got really nowhere other place I really want to go back to and just continued growing with nice. this, with this place and, yeah. and love going to, you know, all the breweries that have been around here. So it's been great to get into the brewing scene. Oh, my first job was working at a brewery in Michigan. That's no longer in business, but always love beer. I, I love I love all of the uh, the breweries that are here. There's a bunch of them that yeah. it, it's just fun. Like is like are you able? I don't know. Is there like a Tacoma Beer Con or like like a Tacoma, there should be uh, right? We, we could used, make one. Oh, yeah, why not? There we used to be that uh, Brewalop. Oh yeah, they just did <laughs> yeah. Brewalop. That's yeah. actually cool. Yeah. Um, but uh, what was it? They used to do the the uh, at Point Defiance. They had that the. Tacoma oh, the Taste pe- of Tacoma. Yeah, yeah, yeah they do the Taste of Tacoma, but then they bailed for the, the fairgrounds. Oh, there's st- There's still a brew fest here. It's, it, again, going back to the pandemic, it, it's like everything else. It just it, Everything's getting piecemealed back together. Yeah. Um, there's a vibrant brewing community here. It's, it's surprising. And unfortunately, um, the whole brewing industry is really at a flux right now. It's... It, it's tough. I mean, guys are guys are getting out. You're seeing more and more people show up on auction sites. Not to be Debbie Downer here, but uh, it's the reality it's, of it's the situation. Yeah. It really is. Um, I'm hoping all the listeners will come on down and support us. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. We, like we don't is... want to be one of those victims, but at the end of the day, it's it's tough. It's tough on a lot of different brewers. I mean, unless you're really strong in the grocery scene. The fact that people aren't going back to the right. bars like they were, we're not selling as much draft beer as we used to. Mm. So it's it's a little bit of a, a a dicey walk through the tulip, so to speak. But well, and I mean, we we all love to eat and drink, so it's like one of those yep. like we wanted to come down and make sure and highlight you guys because a you got the whole package for Tacoma. Like to be perfectly honest, like it's a historic area. You guys are just you're putting in you're putting in the grind. You're like making it happen in a great place. I I want to eat all of this food. Like even looking at like looking at the mac and cheese and the flatbread and stuff on the side. I was like, the things you're adding to this mac and cheese, I am down for. Like I'm like really, really, absolutely stoked to to come in and get it get it on with all of this. Now, for all three of you, the question: uh, Do you do you guys personally have uh, a beer preference? When it comes down to it, I used to thought I liked uh, IPAs, and then I realized how much heartburn they gave me. <laughs> so I kind of, you know, cut out on those ones, um, and I usually prefer a cider when it comes down to everything. But uh, do you guys have preferences when you're drinking beer? Oh, should I go first? 
I guess. <laughs> I mean, I kind of started out like, when I originally started. That was like IPAs and yeah and stuff. But now, as I've gotten older, I've really been into pilsners and lagers, just because you can keep crushing them. Yeah. And, <laughs> uh, but um, especially here, our lager is amazing. I, I uh, use the uh, special pilsner yeast from BSG, so it just ends that little nice. It's a little bit more expensive on him, but he's okay with it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's where I've been at is loggers and pilsners. I, I'm I'm the same. I mean, uh, it, our pale ale is really good. It's probably our best beer if you were to ask people. Mm-hmm. Uh, our IPAs do great. But at the end of the day, any brewer's, if you look at a brewer's lager, you can really identify if the brewer's any good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't mean that. To, Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Because you can't hide a flaw. They're very clean. They're very light. They're, uh, they're they are crushable. That's the beauty. <laughs> Alec just did a, uh, a, bl- a black lager that is really really good. Um, this is one of those ones where I say, "Hey, I, th- I need this." Yeah. And he brewed it. We just took it out uh, about a week ago, and it's it is really good, and it's doing really well at our our retail locations. Nice. Yeah. That's got to be a, a lot of fun too. Also, to be able to trust. Alec into being like, I want you to make this, and it's and, and then it works. And you're like, yeah, like, <laughs> like just the, like the big wins on that. It's always got to be awesome. Absolutely, Yolanda, you got a preference on uh, your beers? Um, I don't have a preference on beers because I actually didn't start drinking beer until Pint and Pie came to the Stadium District. Fair enough. Um, my husband liked the um, was it Road Trip? Mm-hmm. No, the Penton. No, it was the Red. Okay, Trailhead Red. So he drank that, and of course, I'm sitting there with a glass of water because I'm not a beer drinker, and I got a flight one day, and I was like, okay, let me try all these out. Let me, let me see what nice. I feel. Um, I love the wheat, the, the mango wheat, and I love the lager. That's nice. Awesome. Do you guys still do flights and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. Like, yep. you can do those flights, and uh, how, do, how does that work out when people are, uh, uh, like, do they get to choose which ones? Is it like a flight of four? How does that work out? It's a flight of five. Okay. and It could be their choice, or I've had quite a few people that have come in, and they just Tell me dealer's choice. You know, tell me what I'm going to like. Okay, we'll get you a flight. That's awesome. That's like one of the best things, too, if you have knowledgeable staff, like saying, oh, I, I'm interested in this. And sometimes people will just throw out obscure, like, you know, just like, I want something that's light and breezy and feels <laughs> like I'm on a summer day. And you're like, I got you. Like being able to do that sort of thing like that is super helpful because like with me, like I'm not like I, I don't know what I want. And so I want to try something, and I'll be like, okay, well, I want something that's got, like you're talking about, like the citrus. I want mm-hmm. something with a citrus into it. Being able to have someone saying, oh, I know what, l- let's try some stuff out. Like being able to do that, I think that's really good when it comes down to being able to uh, experience what a brewery has to offer. Now, before we get out of here, you guys are going through um, some changes some ch 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 changes and well, I did just have a birthday. Well, happy birthday! You look great for twenty five. I don't know exactly. how you started all of this at such a young age. Congratulations! Um, but uh, the name changed. So pint and pie, uh, those are still going to be incorporated into the the name change. But what's going on with that? Well, we uh, we've struggled with the word pie for two years. And it's a big part of what we do, obviously, mm-hmm. as we yeah, were talking yeah. about today. Um, but our core business really is beer. I mean, it really is our, what we do. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to rename our locations to Northwest Brewing Company. And it, the tagline is basically going to be uh, Pints, Pie, and Sport. 
Perfect. You know, so you can catch a great game here. Um, we've started putting in darts. We're going to put in shuffle boards in all the places. We're just going to have more interaction so people have stuff to do when they get here. Nice. We're providing, obviously, food because um, we don't want to do the food truck thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, at the end of the day, that's we think that's just easier for everybody to grasp mm-hmm. and say, okay, let's go to the brewery. Let's go to the, yeah. the tap house. Um, and that's what we're, we're going to be beer forward uh, versus basically right now we really act too much like a restaurant. Mm-hmm. And so, so, yeah, so, and that, I love it, too, also um, uh, with the sport aspect. I certainly hope you're going to have cracking games here. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like uh, we were talking a little bit beforehand, and it turns out that uh, you're going to the cracking game tonight. Oh, a yeah. little jealous on that. Yeah. So uh, uh, a little bit of a hockey fan there, sir. I'm a huge hockey fan. Nice. Absolutely. I love it. I, I love it. by the border, so I got to watch it all as a kid. So all 24 years of it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, is it uh, – how excited uh, have you been for the Kraken? Because I've I, – I, 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 zero interest in hockey. Uh, and then they announced the Kraken, and I was like – uh, I, I can't say zero interest. I've been to T-Birds games. I've been to Silvertips games. Uh, so I've had that. But having the NHL here and being able to get onto the ground floor, I'm all in. Like, I've loved it so, so much. cool. And it's great for business. So going back to getting people back out again, um, like we have reminders on the TVs. I hope they are here um, on when the Kraken game comes on. Um, so we, we basically have it. We have customers waiting. You know, 6.30 tonight when the game starts, we'll have customers sitting there nice. waiting for the Kraken game to come on. Cool. So it's, it's kind of a cool deal. It's, it's kind of like a little bit like the Mariner, Mariner chase at the end of the year. You've got a lot of people that are really into it now. And that's like, I just, I love that aspect too, because it was, it's the same thing with uh, some of the other locations around here for like soccer and such like that. Like having like a group of people who like, like let's make this the home base. Or like, let's make this the Kraken bar. Oh, yeah. Like, let's like. I mean, back when the Hooters was still the Hooters, that was where Steeler Nation would go for all of their games. So if you hated the Steelers, don't go to the Hooters on a Sunday because it was just black and yellow. <laughs> like it was just, it was so much, it was crazy. Um, but like having that place where, like, you don't have to know everyone. It's just everyone already has that commonality. And it makes it more inviting. And to be perfectly honest, if you're, like, slightly interested or maybe you have no interest but you want to see what a hockey, like, what, like, a hockey experience is like and you haven't been able to make it up to in a game or anything like that, like, going into a bar to watch hockey is fantastic. Like, it's super fun to be able to, like, experience all of that. And if you've never really even experienced hockey, like, do it. Like, just watch hockey. It's super fun. Just like, watch hockey. I didn't, dude, I didn't, realize, <laughs> I didn't realize how insane. Like, first off, you realize, okay, these guys are chasing around this tiny rubber disc on skates, like, with sticks. And then you watch it, and you just realize, like, the beautiful chaos of it. And it's just like, these guys are so good. And how are they doing all of this? But also, like... Pushing and shoving and slamming into each other and beating the crap out of each other as you're going along. I watched, what was it? What was it? Tanev who lost a tooth because he took a stick to the face. Mm-hmm. And they're showing a wide, they're showing like a zoom in of him as he spits out his tooth onto the ice. And I'm like, oh my God. And I'm like, this is awesome. Like, <laughs> but there's still, Legalized violence. Right? But it, it, or, yeah, just, violence on ice. Yeah. And just letting them. And it was like, if you can't score, beat them up. Like it was like the, the fun to be able to experience all of that. I think. Uh, it like I think hockey is like a perfect Tacoma sport. 
It's like we have a lot of strange sports here that we've talked about. We like, do. <laughs> like what was it? The Gaelic games or yeah, like, Gaelic curling? Yeah, here. Gaelic curling. We've got like the rugby teams and stuff like that. These brute force games. Well, do you know that there's a, there's a world champion uh, cornhole player here in Tacoma? What? Yes, yes there is. Yes, that's why. That's e- why e- the magazine, magazine came saw us that, up there. That, yeah. that is. Okay, we got to find that person too. World champion <laughs> cornhole was um, had some issues this year. There was some. Did they really? <laughs> yeah. They, Are they you was, serious? Yes, I'm not even lying. What they the hell had happened problems. with that? Uh, apparently, bags were undersized or oversized. Oh, that's or, right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Heard there, about was, that. there was some controversy. This year has been cornhole. the weirdest, like. <laughs> offshoot sports scandal year like the chess world had scandals like there's been a whole bunch of like performance enhancing drugs in the chess world is that what i'm hearing well um, oh man that's a very interesting uh, how they think that guy cheated yeah 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 let's just say maybe vibrations in the nether regions uh tipping him to uh Doing moves and stuff like that. Really? That's yeah. Great. Like, um, not to be absolutely crude, but possibly the use of anal beads yeah. to, <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> to help him cheat. Like, performance enhancing drugs seems right. like nothing, right? Well, I, I don't want to win that bad. <laughs> <laughs> Some people are willing to beat a grandmaster and do anything you can. Prison rules, the now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is weird tangents on that. But, like, um, Absolutely. Thank you, all three of you, for coming uh, here and checking it out. Um, Pintandpie.com. We'll have all of the links and all the information up on our site. Uh, Do you guys do the social media thing? We do. We're hot and heavy into it. Nice. uh, Instagram, Facebook. um, We got a little bit of a Twitter feed. Well, not much longer. For as long as that lasts. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we we don't really. We don't. Tweet, I guess, is what it's called. We just kind of follow more than anything else. But Fair we do enough, have a yeah. very active uh, um, social media campaign. Awesome. And we'll have all the links on, uh, on the descriptor here so people can check that out and see all of that. Uh, again, thank you so much for letting us experience a little bit uh, uh, of this location uh, and spending some time with us on this. Uh, like I said, check out the site. Come down here in person. Get a beer. Get some pies. Hang out. Like, yes. Come down here for the games. Come here for not the games. If you're going to a show at one of the many places around here, stop off here either before or after. Get yourself a meal after or Maybe if you like, you get that heavy meal and you just want to take a nap during the show, like you can go ahead and get yourself a big old pie, get some beer, and then just go do that. Well, one thing we've been encouraging people is very often there's lines up here at some of the restaurants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instead of waiting outside in the line, come on down and have a beer. Yeah, you know? like like realize like yeah. or like it's really easy. It's a block. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing. Like people need to realize that it doesn't stop at City Hall go a little bit further and you can get yourself some amazing drink and amazing food yeah it's a cool space and and people need to see it mm-hmm. right like it's it's a really neat spot you guys have so again you can check it out pint you can find all the other locations the location as well in redmond so you can see that if you're up in the uh, on the east side um may god have mercy on your soul if you're over there uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's a different kind of vibe and you all understand that and thank you everyone for listening to our podcast again like we said at the beginning you can find us at gritcitypodcast.com you can interact with us live uh, on the discord uh, either if we're recording live or if we're just hanging out we like to chat with uh, 
uh, all of our uh, fans and all the people who are down for uh, seeing us. You can see the shout-outs section where we post the pictures of food and drink uh, at various locations that we've been. And I know that Jeff's been putting on a ton of pictures up there for uh, what we've been doing today, so check all of that out. And again, follow us on Patreon, patreon.com slash gritcitypodcast. That's where you can uh, get some amazing art from Jeff, uh, t-shirt mode, sometimes wall art mode as well. And uh, yeah, anything else, guys? I think we're good, right? Yeah, I'm good, man. All right. Yeah, this yeah. was cool. Thank yeah. you, guys. Like, seriously, yeah, thank, thank you, guys. You. So thank much. you, guys. Yeah, thanks, and guys. Thank you, listeners. And uh, remember to stay gritty. You've been listening to the Grit City Podcast. Check them out at gritcitypodcast.com. <laughs>